Hey, you're listening to Featuring Filmmakers, a podcast where we talk to people in the filmmaking industry about their projects and the creative process behind making them. My name is JJ. And I'm Amanda. And this is Featuring Filmmakers. Hey guys, today we are talking with Dylan First. Uh, He lives in Washington. He is an incredible photographer, very well known for his style, um, nature photography, landscape, wildlife. He is incredible in that area and just really, really good at what he does. Um, If you do a quick Google on him, you will see how to edit like Dylan First or how to shoot like Dylan First. He is known on Instagram as Firsty with 1.1 million followers, which is just amazing. Very cool, Dylan. Um, And recently entered the filmmaking world with a couple different projects. He's done some work for Range Rover um, and then recently a music video for an artist named Chester Watson for a music video called Ronin. And that is what we're talking about today. It is very cool. Um, I'm excited to dive into it. As always, we recommend checking out this episode on the blog so that you can watch the full project and get context into everything that we discuss on this episode. All right. Hey, Dylan, how are you doing? We're so excited to have you. Hi, Dylan. Hey. Dylan, I mentioned it in the intro, but I know we met a few years back in Iceland and that was just such an inspiring trip for me. You and Benjamin were leading that trip and then since then I have followed your journey closely and I saw that you've kind of dived into the filmmaking world a little bit over the last couple of years and I thought you would be awesome to have on the show and and dive into one of these projects because you're crushing it first of all. Um, and your style is just so beautiful. So excited to have you on today. And I understand that this is your first ever podcast, which is super cool. We are honored that you are choosing this podcast to be on. So thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah, feelings mutual. Thank you. I'd love to dive into it. I know today we're talking about this uh, Chester Watson music video for his song Ronin. I would love to just hear how this project came to be. What's the story behind it? Yeah. So uh, growing up, I've always been into hip hop. I had a babysitter give me a a trap called Quest mixtape at a young age. And since then, it's consumed my life. (laughs) So um, I discovered Chester's music um, and it really resonated with me. It's darker, more moody rap. And um, it inspires me to even create my visuals. I feel like they're kind of similar, um, although different mediums. So I thought it would be a good blend. So I decided to reach out and um, see if you'd be interested in creating some visuals someday. And we got to talking and he was down. So we uh, we made a plan, but plan had to get pushed back a little bit due to the pandemic, but we finally made it happen um, two Decembers ago. And yeah, we created the music video for Ronin. Wow, that's amazing. First of all, Tribe Called Quest, so good great place to start with you hip hop i also love that your babysitter gave that to you that's incredible (laughs) wait how old were you yeah (laughs) oh my gosh i was probably like 11 or 12 or something like that it was pretty it was pretty young i was a i was a skateboarder and she had a boyfriend who was a skateboarder so i looked up to him and they were into hip hop and love it um they they put the music in my ears. <laughs> Very like Seattle grunge story. Yes. It's so cool that um, you guys collaborated purely based off like 
a mood and a style. Like his music matches your like visual style. And that is what brought you together. I was expecting like, like we knew each other, we're friends or something. But the fact that you didn't and you came together purely based off style is is really cool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. And I think that it's, I think the visuals of this really match um, him stylistically and musically. So I think that's pretty awesome. But um, I actually was curious just a little bit about the pre-production. So what did that look like? Was that, you know, I, I know that you guys had kind of talked for a little while before you shot anything, but were you, um, wh what was the process of that? Did you produce it all? Did you have a producer? What did that look like? So I initially started uh, working on this with a friend, my friend Rob Sessi, who we've started a, a company together, a little creative company, um, and he had to move back to Chicago. So um, it was just kind of me and my partner, Tatiana. So for the pre-production, to be honest, I didn't plan too much. I, I just location scouted. I drove around to a lot of my favorite locations and... Um, I wanted to kind of approach it like I wanted to shoot the video, the full music video in these different locations so I could pick and choose which footage I liked from each each uh, spot and I could kind of piece it together later on. So as far as pre-production goes, it was just myself and um, my partner assisting me. That's amazing. You mentioned the lo location hunting. What was that like? Was it like just one day out driving around? How does one, I imagine you know the area, so, but tell us about that. It was pretty natural. I mean, I, I go out and shoot around the area that I live in quite frequently. It, it was kind of me going out as a photographer and um, going to the places that I love and that I've shot with photography and just kind of looking at them differently. Like how, how could I incorporate this into a video? What could I do differently? Yeah, a lot of the locations are just in my backyard, really, um, just within a 30 minute drive. Um, yeah, I have a Mount Baker is pretty much in my backyard, which is our local mountain. And there's a ton of logging roads, um, old growth forests and um, abandoned areas and some, yeah, a lot of cool, cool spots nearby. Dang. If that's your backyard, I'm coming to visit. <laughs> yeah, that is my backyard. So going into the day, was it just like the three of you and your camera or did you have like, I want to like a timeline or any sort of like documented process? There's no right or wrong answer. I'm just really curious of like how you process things. Yeah. So um, each day um, I, I got everyone up pretty early and we had a rough schedule of which location to hit at which time because we were kind of rushing against the the light. It was in December. So we don't have much daylight up here up north. It was a rough outline, like we're gonna um, shoot this long in this area, this long in that area. It was kind of dependent on when I felt like I, I got the shot and I would move on, but um, I get really lost in what I'm doing and I will spend way too much time in one location. So having my partner there to kind of push us along and say like, we will have to cancel this location if we don't leave right now. So. It, it kind of, it was a challenge for me because I am a perfectionist and I had to kind of battle that. And I don't want to say I had to settle, but um, for me, I had to just make sure I was at least like 70% of the, the way and happy with the shot so I could move on. And um, it, it was more valuable to me to get um, more variety rather than um, one perfect shot in one spot. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like your uh, partner was kind of playing the role of first AD a little bit, getting you guys keeping keeping rolling, keeping on the ball, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. M- making sure we are well fed as well. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's I important. to eat and drink and the day goes by and then I just crash. <laughs> How many days did you guys film? We filmed for four days. Um, okay. Yeah. Four days. Wow. Wow. Just like full 10 hour days or are we talking like, <laughs> what did it look like? 12? It, are we talking was, sunrise to sunset? It was pretty much sunrise to sunset. So in regards to production then and, and the day of, I'm curious what you were shooting on and, and what your, your gear setup was. Yeah. So my main camera is the Sony a7R4, um, but I reached out to Sony prior to the video and they sent me uh, a7S3 which was pretty awesome because a lot of it was in lower light situations. And that camera is just so good in low light. So I was really excited to film with that. I mainly use my um, 35 1.2 lens. Um, that, that's kind of my bread and butter lens. I keep it on most of the, most of the time. The Sigma? The Sigma, exactly. And um, yeah, um, that was my, my setup. I used, I used my uh, Ronin S um for quite a bit of shots and i use my drone a little bit but yeah um pretty much my my camera didn't leave the gimbal too much and that that was kind of a um you know maybe a lack of crew uh, on board i would have changed my 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 um, lenses more and i would have done more um variety in terms of like doing handheld and stuff but um it was just easier for me to keep it on and um, make it work that way. I remember you've been you've been a Sony guy pretty consistently um, over the years, right? I've been a Canon guy in the past. Sony has been maybe a three three years ago, two two or three years ago. I switched something of this scale and quality uh, is not something that like early filmmakers are typically putting out. Like you haven't released a, a lot of videos, right? I haven't. No, I've done um, a couple of videos for um, brands that I've worked with in the past, but it's been always an add-on for, um, I've done photography jobs for them, but they're like, oh, how about a little video too? So it's it's never been the main thing. So I haven't really had um, all my energy go into it. Yeah. So that's super admirable that you are able to pull something off of this quality you know, it says a lot about your like patience with the process and your like commitment to the art because most most filmmakers will just create content for the sake of creating content and and keep moving on like that. Um, and it's typically a journey of like my early work was really terrible and now I'm starting to get better. But the fact that this is your starting point um, and like the early days of filmmaking for you. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to continue to pursue it or not, but it, it says a lot there already. Yeah, I, I do want to continue. I, I think it's been a pretty natural transition. Um, it is more labor intensive, but um, I feel like it's it kind of fills a little um, hole for me when I'm lacking fulfillment in photography. I, I noticed in a few of the scenes, there's some pretty cool special effects, like kind of looks like ashes or something kind of floating around. Is that something you did in post? That is. I, it's actually, those are bugs, believe it or not. Um, I I took a video um, from my deck as the sun was setting um, over the ridgeline. And right as it 
kind of um, crests the ridgeline, it creates this beam of light that lights up the sky and it'll catch all of the bugs flying around and they kind of look like stars twinkling. So I so cool. created a layer out of that and then um, put it over over the um, video of Chester and yeah, just blended it in and made it look like otherworldly almost. What do you like most about it? Like, how do you feel about the final product? I'm pretty, pretty happy with it. I, I think there's some things I would change. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I exported it correctly. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm so like from the photography side that, you know, I don't even know all the technical details of um, filmmaking yet. Um, but there were some things that I, I wish I had some help on, especially like the, the title, uh, the text and stuff. Um, I wish I could have made that a little more um, branded. Um, and um, I don't know, I've, I've had different feedback from different um, devices on how the video plays back on YouTube. Um, I know there's, you know, sometimes compression and stuff like that, but I could have consulted with someone smarter than me <laughs> before I uh, exported everything just to make sure it was all good for, for YouTube and whatnot. But do you like it? I do like it. I am proud of it. Good. Good. Yeah. You should be because it's really good. It's really cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you consider yourself a DP? Do you consider yourself a director? Maybe learning a little bit of both? What do you consider yourself as? That's something I've actually struggled with a lot. Um, and it's a hard question for me because I, I like doing everything. Um, I like to know how to do everything, but I also acknowledge that if I do everything, I can't excel at one thing um, as much. So um, I, think, I think I do like the DP, um, the, being a DP the most, um, just coming over from photography. I think that's the most natural for me, but um, yeah, it, it's hard to say. I, I want to know everything, but also um, if I were to work on a, a set um, with others who are excelling at what they do, I think I would want to be a DP. This has been really awesome. Thank you for, for taking the time to, to chat more. Yeah. Do you have any message that you would say to people in the same space as you or something that you wish that you knew maybe a year ago, anything like that? Don't get caught up in the numbers or the um, don't have many expectations. Uh, I didn't have any expectations uh, releasing this video and um, it may have not gotten the attention that I was hoping for. But um, I've realized as my career goes on that um, it's more meaningful for me to impact like less a less amount of people, but deeper. I think I've struggled with um, getting into that um, mode where I'm trying to, you know, please everyone to an extent. And when I fully embraced my style, I think I lost some of the mass appeal. But through that, I created um, deeper connections with people. And that has been more um, fulfilling to me. And I think that just staying open um, to doing new things um, opens you up to new perspectives. And that's been a huge product of growth for me. That's really cool. I love that. Just like, uh, so cool on a personal note, because obviously you do have a, a quite a reach and, you know, hearing that is just honestly an encouragement 
to me and I'm sure Jay and and everyone else who's going to listen because um, I think we often get caught up in oh, numbers, numbers, how, like, oh, shoot, this video didn't do well. Was it not good? Was it not good? At least that's what I feel. And so I, I like hearing that. Yeah. I feel like what I took away from just what you just said was just like, don't create something for the exposure or don't make something mm. for the traction that you'll gain from it. Make something from the art of it and then hopefully like the the traction and everything that comes naturally. And it will if you if you're truly passionate about it and, and give it your all. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter in the end. If I'm happy with it, passionate about it, realizing that's the most important thing and I can take that with me forever. I'm curious, um, in this new-ish journey of filmmaking for you, do you have any goals for the future? Do you have any projects coming up that you're dwelling on? Yeah, actually, well, from from this video that I did with Chester, I've already been in contact with uh, some other uh, musicians who are um, peers of his and um, musicians that I've been fans of myself even bef before speaking with Come them. On. So. Yeah, um, that's a great thing that's came from it. And I want to um, keep going down the road of music videos, um, especially um, hip hop and rap um, and even R&B. It's just, yeah, I want to combine those passions of mine and um, yeah, keep working on music. S such a good marriage. Your visuals with like hip hop, R&B, rap. Very, very cool. Thank you. Thanks again, Dylan, for being on. Yes, Dylan. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Featuring Filmmakers is made possible by Harvest Film Company. To dive into content about these projects that we discussed, you can go to our blog on featuringfilmmakers.com where we have everything laid out with behind the scenes, the original project discussed, and additional episodes there. So check us out at featuringfilmmakers.com. Thanks so much for listening. Love you. Bye.